this is Dave from CheapWineFighter.com, and today we have a, a wine uh, that I don't normally expect to feature on uh, the CheapWineFighter.com pa- uh, podcast or uh, CheapWineFighter.com. And what we have here, let me grab the bottle so I get it all right. It's from Trader Joe's. It's eleven ninety nine, and what we have here is a, the Cordarosa. Barolo DOCG 2015. Now, Barolo likes to bill itself as the king of Italian wines. It's the, the top of the top. It's the Nebbiolo grape. Uh, it's in Piedmont. Piedmont is in the northwest part of Italy. Way up there in the whole region does Nebbiolo. And it's pretty much, as far as I can think of at the moment, the only place that does Nebbiolo grape. I mean, you know, there's Sangiovese, you know, there are grapes that are well-known from Italy that are grown in other places, but I don't, can't think of too many Nebbiolo places. And Barolo is 100% Nebbiolo. It's uh, from a small area. Um, let's see, and those wines normally cost 40 to 60 bucks. You can sometimes get some in the 20s. The best estates and the best vineyards from the best estates and the best um, vintages can go in the hundreds of dollars, and this is eleven ninety nine, And that's kind of the whole thing here. And um, that's one of the things I want to talk about, because why is it eleven ninety nine at Trader Joe's? And Barolo is a DOCG wine, and they're very strict, though. Uh, the DOC is the Italian um, governing board for wine. Uh, they do the rules and regulations and the highest, uh, level of governing board is the DOCG. The G stands for, uh, guarantee. I think it's department of controlled if we translate it down, but, um, so they're very strict. I had a winemaker. I went to a seminar one time. The winemaker told me that they are given a quota of what they can make for Barolo every year. And, and, you know, it's based on what the different factors, what the yield was in the vineyards and what have you. Um, but if you cheat and make too many bottles and they catch you, they make you relabel it and sell it as table wine at like, like a tenth the price. Now, most people don't do that. And most of the states there will have a second or a third label that is just marked uh, Nabriolo of whatever region is there. And you know, so they, they have outlets for their grapes. But what happens is for the, the, the Barolo wines get the best grapes. And because you can only make so many of them, it ensures that all the best grapes are going to them and that there is a demand. And uh, since there's only so much, it keeps the prices up. So it's a good thing for Barolo. And this $11.99 Barolo went through those same stringent rules and regulations. And another thing is. Trader Joe's isn't talking too much about it, but this is a Barolo that was three years in oak. The minimum, according to the DOCG regulations, is 18 months. This is a wine that went through twice the minimum of the DOCG regulations. So somebody somewhere thought that this is a wine that would sell for more money, I think, or something. And when you make a wine... When it goes through a lot of oak aging, you have to make that wine to stand up to that, which means you have to go through more involved production techniques. You just don't take a, you know, a drink it now wine and throw it in oak for, you know, three years and expect it to be good when it comes out. No, you make it to match up to the aging. 
which is a lot of times you think drink it now wines, uh, younger, regular $11, $12 wines, they're in oak for nine months, six months, you know, they not that much time because that's the production techniques match up with that much aging. And I'm going to take a sip of this. And this is a wine you definitely want to uh, let open up. I'll go into that in a second too. Yeah, I um, I opened the bottle like three hours before I drank it, and I poured it through an aerator before I started writing, and it still wasn't open yet. Um, so it needs all the help it can get. Um, this is Nebbiola grape can have major tannins, and most modern wines have very little. I mean, every time I write about a red wine, it's oh, it's got sweet tannins because you can barely taste them. Here they're dusty. They're there. They're part of the flavor profile. They are not. They don't give you cotton mouth. You know, Italian wines from a couple of decades back would be tough to drink without food. Um, this one isn't. Um, it's a lot sleeker than a juicy California value price wine you might be used to. That's another thing. If you're not used to these wines that are meant to be aged, that have been in oak a long time, they're going to taste different and they're going to be different. And you might not like them. You know, it's, you know this one is inexpensive, but it's a decent example of a Barolo. And so you know, a lot of times, you know, oh, the $12 ones, you'd are, you know, they're too inexpensive. No, the other one, they're two different types of wine. You know, other, the $12 wine might be bright and fruity and alive and plump and juicy and the other ones have a lot of flavors in there that might be a little bit hard to get behind if you're not used to them and that's what's going on here because you got dusty tannins and you got some weird different flavors going on um i read somewhere that you get tar as part of things i didn't get any tars and the tannins weren't over the top they were there and you get that from european wines and you expect it from european wines if it and if a roll didn't have tannins you'd be cheated you'd want it to have tannins but it does, and it's eleven ninety nine. So that's kind of the cool thing about this. This is a wine that you cannot get under normal circumstances for less than maybe twenty five dollars most places. Barolo does not sell their wines cheap. I, I imagine this is a negotiate wine. I don't know it to be a negotiate wine, and a negotiate is a wine merchant who buys excess grapes from different people. And sometimes he just puts his own label on their wine and sells it at a different, at a lower price because he got it at, you know, at, at, because it was excess, he got it at a better price. He puts his own label on it and people trust him to pick the, the good uh, wineries out. And other times they take a little bit from this vineyard and a little bit from that vineyard and a little bit from that, you know, because if you're getting little odds and ends of things, you can get it at a cheaper price. And you put them together and you create your own wine that wouldn't exist anywhere, you know, because the winemakers in Barolo and the vineyards in Barolo aren't doing that. They're not throwing little bits of wine around. Um, so this could be that. This could be like a taste of Barolo. I don't know it to be that way, but at the price tag, I kind of suspect it to be of them. There might be a, another reason for it. But that's okay because the, the vineyards in Barolo are very regulated. Uh, well-maintained, expensive properties. This is not, you know, this is the same standards as the $300 bottles. It might not be this, as good as them. I'm not an expert on Barolo. I've tasted a few in my time. I've gone to trade tasting. I've been to a seminar. So I've got a little bit of understanding, but just a little bit. It's over. It's, it's usually not what I do on a daily basis or yearly basis because I 
oh shoot, I think like a year ago we did a Nebbiolo, the second the second wine uh, from a from a Barolo brand, and that's the last time I had one of these uh, Piedmont wines. So I'm going to take another sip because I got it in my hand and I'm drinking Barolo. I'm I'm rolling. So that's that. This is eleven ninety nine. This is not a wine that you should think about buying. You, you should automatically buy it because where else are you going to get a Barolo uh, for that price? If you haven't had a Barolo before, it's going to cost a lot more to get another one. Is it the greatest one out there? I doubt it. I mean, it's hard if you don't compare it to anything. And I, like I said, I, the last Nebbiolo I had was, well, I had actually had a Barolo like two weeks ago. But um, and actually, that was a $300 Barolo. And I can't say I liked it any better than I like this one. But that's, you know, it's another story. Um, but if you, you know, try this. If you haven't had a wine that has three years of uh, oak aging and oh, this is 2015, it's 2000. 20 now so it's got like four and a half years more I mean, of total of aging and you haven't had one of those wines 11.99 i mean how you how can you beat that i, I saw that the uh, trader joe's had a oakville wine i think it was 2018 or 17 it's a young wine you know it's, it's in a great it's from a great growing area but it's young this is legit this is uh, uh, the proper age for a barolo some of these barolos you can't drink for 10 years this one drinks okay for a five-year-old Barolo. $11.99. You can't get a Barolo for $11.99. You can't get an aged wine for $11.99, but I guess you can. Because over at Trader Joe's, they have it. So that's the cheap wine finder tip of the day. Don't think about it. If you're in the store and you see the, uh, the uh, what is it, Corto Rosa Barolo 2015, just buy it. doesn't matter if you love it. Open it up. Make sure it, it you aerate it and everything else so it tastes great because these wines that are aged and have tannins can be a little bit rough on the palate when they're uh, when they're tight. So open it up, drink it, have some fun, learn a little bit about wine, and that's it for me. I got a what do I have? I got a Sonoma cab coming up next. We'll do that in a little bit. Sounds like a good one. Uh, I think from Chalk Hills, if I'm not mistaken, and we'll. Have some good times there and keep it cheap over and out. Drink Barolo, it's 12 bucks. Bye bye.